Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are y'all doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope you're staying safe out there on the roadways. What a time it is to come back and then there's snow for the first time in two years. That's that's on me. That's my bad. But this week we got some uh, hot stuff cooking up here. Team Maryland was in action. Stevenson men and women were in action. Towson back in action as well as they look for their first win of the season. And we'll talk about some other games that are going to be coming up this weekend overall. We'll start off with Team Maryland. And they had a fairly successful week, all things considered, starting off last Wednesday against the Pennsylvania Huntsman, a, a situation where both teams play very well at home. Both teams hold serve well at home, and this was no different in this matchup as uh, Team Maryland gets an early jump. Uh, took them a little bit through the first period, but they got themselves three goals in the first, starting off with uh, Vadim Froloff, his 14th of the year from Xavier Trombley, 13th assist, Jack Lamont's fifth assist, and Team Maryland up one to nothing. And then not but a minute and 18 seconds later, Noah Zotter gets his 10th of the year from Will Moran, seventh goal, seventh assist, and uh, Theodore Launces with his seventh assist as well. Team Maryland buzzing really quick, taking it uh, to the Huntsman, and then before the period, and then before the period uh, ends, John DiCio gets his first of the campaign from Noah Huntley, his second assist, and Sam Perdone with uh, his sixth assist. Perdion, Perdion, uh, Perdion, Sam Perdion, everybody. Uh, so three nothing after one, and and Team Maryland was playing them tough. They had a uh, a lot of stick-to-itiveness to their game. They were making sure that things were uh, dotted, the I's were dotted, the T's were crossed, and they went from there. Uh, Vadim Froloff scores his 15th of the season, second of the game uh, from Lausitz and Xavier Tremblay, 9.02 into the second period. And then in the uh, second period as well, three minutes and change after that, Froloff gets his hat trick goal as he gets the Natty Bow Hattie. Not a Natty Hattie, but a Natty Bow Hattie. It's a little different. Uh, 16th of the year, kind of a broken play, kind of lost it as he was cutting across the front of the net, was able to reach out and get the second effort, put it home for his 16th of the season, third of the game from Lounces and Trombley. Uh, same scoreline as the other one. Uh, ninth for uh, Lounces with his uh, third assist of the game. Xavier Trombley's third assist of the game, 15th of the year there. 6.34 into the third is when uh, the Huntsman gets some life. Carson Stickley gets his fourth of the year, puts them on the board. It's 5-1, to one, and then Froloff, again, can't stop, won't stop. Uh-uh. 17th of the year, fourth of the game, a Texas-size hat trick on the power play with Will Moran and Chase Hannon getting assists. Moran's eighth assist of the season, second of the game, Chase Hannon's 21st assist of the season. Then with uh, just under three minutes or, or just about two minutes remaining, uh, Landon Cole gets his six for the Huntsman to make it 6-2, but that's all that she wrote in this one. Uh, Huntsman did have a uh, a fair amount of power plays in the uh, third period, could not connect, or only connected on two of them. Uh, did have 13 shots to Team Maryland's four, but all she wrote in that 6-2, to two, the final. Jake Hewson gets a uh, very well-deserved win. Three, uh, 32 assists, or 32 assists, 32 saves in this one. 32 assists would be some kind of record. Um, but Houston gets the uh, the win, a solid uh, solid run for him, all honesty. He's been put into the net a lot, called upon a lot, and uh, has been getting the job done by and large. So 32 saves 
in the win. Friday, they traveled up to New Jersey to take on the 87s, and Froloff picks up where he's left off, 9-38 into the first period. He gets his 18th of the year to open the scoring from Noah Goose's sixth assist and Jack Lamont's sixth assist. Team Maryland up one to nothing. That was the only scoring in the uh, until the third period, uh, and just past the halfway point of the third period. A very a somewhat defensive battle. New Jersey keeping Team Maryland off the shot clock. Only 12 shots through two periods did Team Maryland register compared to 22 for New Jersey. But it was uh, one to nothing going into the third. And then Theodore Launcis gets his third of the season from Noah Zotter. 15th assist and Chase Hannon, 22nd assist at 11.32. In the dying minutes of the game, Blake Dustin scores one for the 87s. His 11th of the season, but then Froloff gets his second of the game, puts it into an empty net uh, with under tw- or just uh, 22 seconds remaining. Let's just call it 22 seconds because that's what it was. Puts it in the net, second goal of the game. That's the winner, 31, uh, 3-1, the final. A huge win for Team Maryland against these those pesky 87s with Houston again getting another win, 36 saves for him as he has been the hot hand in net. Brings us around to Tuesday. Another New Jersey team, the New Jersey Bears, and the Bears have been first in that South Division for a minute, and they have been uh, the class of the field in that division. No scoring in the first, but 22 seconds in, New Jersey showing their muscle with uh, Marcos Trasbach with his second of the year shorthanded. And uh, actually, yeah, that's, that is shorthanded. Just before the penalty expired, it was a carryover penalty in the first, and uh, there you go, one nothing Bears. Uh, it wasn't until 13:01 when uh, Corbin Scheibel gets his 12th of the year for the Bears, and that makes it two to nothing. And then two minutes and change later, uh, Oleg Egorov gets his 12th of the year on the power play for the Bears, makes it three to nothing. Bears after two periods out shooting Team Maryland 34 to 19. So the firing squad was up and at them in the third period. 3:18 in Arthur Kondrasgov, fifth of the year. Uh, makes it four to nothing. Then 40 seconds later, James Vermeech, tenth of the year. The Bears are up five to nothing. Team Maryland gets a little bit of life first shorthanded as tempers were flaring in that third period. Xavier Trombley gets his ninth of the year from uh, Froloff. Uh, shorthanded goal, ninth of the year from Trombley. Froloff's 13th assist. It's five to one. Trombley again, uh, almost five minutes later for his tenth of the year, all alone. Makes it 5-2, to two, but then with under five minutes remaining, Aiden Bright shorthanded for the Bears. Puts a bow on it. 6-2 to two is the score. At that point, it will be your final. Uh, the Bears outshoot Team Maryland 47-30. to 30. Josh Scully makes 33 saves in this. He will get uh, hung with the loss. Uh, Riley Muskowski gets in the net for eight saves towards the end of the game. And, uh, yeah. A tough go about it, a solid start, but then you run into a juggernaut like the New Jersey Bears have been this season, and you get a little bit of trouble. But the upside, Team Maryland now in fourth place with their performance at 14-14-2. 30 points, they are tied with the Philadelphia Hockey Club, uh, but it's all jumbled up. I mean, the Bears have 48 or 42 points, they're 29-2. and two. Uh, Team Maryland sitting in fourth. They are only eight points out of second, but they're also one point out of being out of the playoffs in that sixth spot. So there's going to be a whole lot of shaking and rattling before this is all said and done, and there will be uh, much to go about as uh, they will take on 
the New Jersey Bears again on Wednesday, see if they can't avenge that loss from Tuesday. And uh, they'll take on the Connecticut Rough Riders on uh, Sunday and Monday at Piney Orchard Ice Arena. Uh, can't uh, stress it enough. It's a free entry uh, to get in. Go down and support Team Maryland. Should be a great time. It's going to be uh, – we're getting to the nitty-gritty of this, the last few games uh, of Team Maryland's EHL existence. So go ahead, check them out, support the team. And, uh, hey, you never know. You never know. When you get put into the playoffs, you never know. So we will see what comes out of that and uh, get back to it next week. Stevenson University's men's squad had a home and home against Lebanon Valley. Uh, the Dutch people came down and uh, decided to take on Stevenson, as is the schedule, and played them pretty tough in the first period. Nothing, nothing after one uh, between the two. And then uh, Stevenson kind of took over early in the second period. First on the power play, Matt Yeager. Potts one home from John Musella and Aiden Graham makes it one nothing, And then less than a minute later, Kyle Lightfoot pots one home from Eric Olson and Jack Carlson. And then, hey, why not? We'll have three goals in a matter of under three minutes as Liam McCanny joins the party to make it 3 to nothing from Matt Yeager on that. But the scoring in the second did not stop there, no. Uh, Harold Jurgens uh, gets the, on the board for Lehigh, uh, makes it... Uh, or sorry, Lebanon. Lebanon, I'm getting my valleys mixed up. Lebanon Valley uh, makes it 3-1. to one. And then two minutes after that, Blake Tosto makes it 3-2 to two as Lebanon Valley comes closing in. But to close out the period with under five minutes remaining, Graham Mc, uh, McCroy gets himself on the board from Brendan Reinlott and Frank Vitucci. 4-2 to two the score, and then the power play strikes again. Uh, first with Blake Benson. Getting on the board with the extra man, 827 in the third from Jack Carlson and Aiden McDowell. And then a minute later, Jack Carlson getting a, getting a little uh, goal scoring of his own to go with his two assists. Graham McCroy gets an assist on that. 6-2 to two is the score. 6-2 to two is your final as Stevenson takes the victory in this. Ty Alton, another solid uh, showing in net, 33 saves as uh, the second period really threw a lot at him. And all but two. That's not too bad for Ty Alton there. And now they went up the up the way up to 83 to check out the Hershey uh, Park Ice Arena in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And uh, on the board early, that's those Mustangs. Liam McCanny again tacking on to his career high total, uh, his uh, franchise high, his school high total. Uh, puts it on there. Frank Fatucci with the assist. one nothing Stevenson. Uh, wasn't until the second period when we get a nice little highlight real ski play as first year Rhett Ebgen uh, puts it between his legs and puts it home. What a goal, a, a very monumentous uh, goal-scoring effort from him. Zach Bannister, Blake Benson get the assist, 2 nothing Stevenson. Then 58 seconds later, Frank Vitucci all alone for his uh, to make it the 3 nothing score line. Third period, the power play for Lebanon Valley gets on the board. Uh, Brendan Yingling makes it 3-1 to one in the middle of the frame, but Zach Bannister, less than three minutes later, gets it uh, gets it back to a three-goal lead. All alone, 4-1 to one is the score. 4-1 to one is your final. Stevenson sweeps the weekend in the home-and-home home series against Lebanon Valley. Ty Alton, 31 assist again. He is... A man possessed, a man looking for that UCHC goaltender of the year. And uh, how about that? 
wouldn't you know that? Good times, great memories to be had. So Stevenson now looking ahead. They will take on Chatham out there in Pennsylvania in western PA. Hopefully weather holds out for them, and they will get out there to Chatham and take on, I believe it's the Cougars because it's a alliteration. And we will come back with uh, the results from that. Hopefully another two-win weekend. Stevenson University women welcomed in uh, Utica, top 10 team in the nation. And uh, Utica showed why they're a top 10 team in the nation. We'll start off with uh, Friday, um, and it's too many to not enough. Nine to nothing, the scoreline. Not going to get into all the scoring for Utica, but uh, we'll just we'll – just, Maggie Rylack got a hat trick for Utica. Abby Lillis, two goals. Molly Perdon, two goals. Haley Maudlin and Carly Stefanani gets a goal apiece to make it nine to nothing uh, in that one. A tough one after the weekend that Stevenson had last weekend, and they were uh, guns a-blazing. Could not uh, find that extra gear again. Although, again, top 10 team, tough to go against. Maggie Sinert, 60 saves in this one. A uh, shooting gallery uh, as uh, it was 69 to 18, the shot totals on Friday. Trying to shake it off, get back into it on Saturday. And another tough go about it. Uh, Utica scores three in the early going from uh, Courtney Stansuski, Maggie or Molly Perdon, and Haley Modlin. Uh, before Carly Berwick on the power play with 2:30 left in the first period from Abby Smith and Maddie Silverman makes it three to one. But then Utica the scoring after that. They held them in the second period. Did Stevenson, but the third period was just an onslaught of things to come. Erica Schaefer, uh, Sydney Mintz. Autumn Mish and Erica Sloan uh, round out the scoring. 7-1 to one the final uh, for Utica and a very tough weekend, but uh, a weekend against a top-10 team. Kind of gauge where you're at in this one. Olivia DeGuire, 53 saves in this one as the shots were 60-10 to 10 in this matchup. So what's up on the horizon for the Stevenson women? Well, they have Wilkes. They'll go up to Wilkes and play them this weekend. Friday and Saturday and see if they can't get a better result than from this past weekend. Townsend University took it outdoors this weekend as they took part of the Lehigh Winter Classic. As there was a rink set up, it was a great time. No pictures, oddly enough. Crazy how that works. In one of your big events, there's no pictures, whatever. Who am I? They took on Lehigh Valley, searching for their first win of the year. And they come up just short. 4-1 to one, the final. Lehigh takes this one. Started 29 seconds in. Zach Gruber, fourth goal of the season. Getting Lehigh out of the gate quick in the outdoor showing. And then Sean Grant, his 15th of the year, 11-13 in for Lehigh Valley. Uh, I want to say Lehigh Valley. It's just Lehigh. Uh, Lehigh making it 2 to nothing. That's where it stood in the uh, first period. Shots pretty even, 18-13 in, uh, in the first frame. So Townsend... Really holding steady with them. Missing a lot of players, too. They were missing uh, uh, Tyler Mercier, who is one of the big guns on this squad. So, uh, you know, you, you lose an offensive power like that. Tough to uh, tough to get going, but defensively they were getting tested early often. And the second period, they held them scoreless uh, as uh, they were making sure that they cleaned up their side of things, and they turned it around with under two minutes to go. Uh, Jeremy Wilson gets his 10th of the year, cut the lead in half 2-1. to one. From uh, Zach Chase on his second assist, Sam Rudnick's fourth assist, and Towson gets to within one before the third period. And again, a back and forth, but almost a shooting gallery 
uh, for Lehigh as they outshot Towson 23-6 to in the third period. And it paid off in the second half of the period as uh, Chris Dorter gets his sixth of the year, 1405 into the third period to make it 3-1 Lehigh. And then Grant pots one home with under four minutes remaining, his second of the game, 16th of the season. That is all she wrote. Lehigh wins 4-1 to in this one. Towson uh, goaltending, Dana Ludwig, 59 saves as uh, Towson outshot 63 to 33. What's on the horizon for the Tigers? Well, it's a matchup up Interstate 95. That's right. The Naval Academy will come up to Ice World. I'll be there at that game. I'll go check that game out, see what's up, uh, see the midshipmen ahead of the uh, Crab Pot Tournament that both teams, I do believe, will be partaking in. So they'll play uh, Friday night at Ice World, and they will play Saturday evening at uh, McMullen Ice Arena. So if you can get to both, awesome. If you can't, uh, get to one of them at least. Go support your local club teams. A nice little derby, as the kids like to say. As uh, Towson still searching for their first win. Navy, this is their first games off of the winter break. So we will see what kind of uh, what kind of mojo they have coming into the second half of the season. There are some other teams getting things going in this one too. Uh, this weekend, coming off a break, the Navy women will be at Liberty for a two-game set Friday and Saturday. Should be a good one. Uh, for that one, two top teams in the DVCHC taking on each other. And then both Stevenson uh, teams will be in play. The D2 squad will take on ECU Eastern Carolina at the uh, Reisterstown Sportplex. And then the D3 will take on Navy. I believe that's at Reisterstown, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure I am. But Stevenson taking on Navy's M2 squad. So it should be a lot of hockey to talk about. Next weekend for sure. The Terps don't get underway until the week after. Both men's and women's squad uh, will be back at it after that. So uh, that's all you need to know for the team report. So let's get to some players then. Why don't we get to some players out there? And we'll welcome someone new in that I did not know um, was a Maryland product. But hey, egg on my face, why don't you? Huh? All right. Um, Sam Annas had a hat trick on Tuesday night. In a three to a, a three goal, three goal output. That's what a hat trick is, ladies and gentlemen. Oy vey, how late is it? Uh, five to one win for Dynamo Minsk over Kulan Red Star. Uh, puts him at 18 goals and 21 assists for 39 points on the season so far. Micah Berger had a, a weekend to start off or to kind of kickstart his second half of the season. Had uh, two assists in two games against the U.S. Uh, N.D. N. TDP Junior Squad, uh, a win and a loss for Sioux Falls, or yeah, Sioux Falls, uh, the Stampede. So, and two assists in two games, and then a goal against the Omaha Lancers as Sioux Falls wins that one. Uh, nine goals, 16 assists so far for Berger as he is looking to Miami University, I believe, next season, perhaps. Um, next season or the season after might stay another year for seasoning in the USHL or somewhere else. Who's to say? Uh, I will I will uh, make a little housekeeping from last week. I mentioned that uh, Julia Blitz and Faryastad moved up to the elite side of this, uh, the Swedish women's table. They did not. They moved into the one right below it. Division one, I guess, is third tier. Uh, hockey, Alvenskan is second. And then there's the, the elite side. In any case, in five games, she has 13 points. So Julia Blitz just blitzing the competition in this one. 
uh, regardless of what division she's in. She is running rough shot for the year. She is up to 51 points in 19 games. So that's pretty dang good, if I do say so myself. Eric Sharpentier got his first NCAA goal this past weekend, the only goal that Dartmouth had in uh, their loss to Brown University on Saturday night. That puts him in a goal and two assists in 16 games. Pretty awesome uh, to see uh, Sharpentier get on the board representing Maryland in a solid way. Um, so, yeah, good to see him get his first NC2A goal. A big, big weekend for Anthony Domina. Uh, and by weekend, I mean single game because the Yorkton Terriers beat the uh, the Weyburn Red Wings 7-5. to Domina had a goal and five assists for six points. Uh, so that boosted him in a big way. That puts him at 35 points in 31 games, a better than point-per-game situation. 13 goals, 22 assists for the Sferna Park native, looking for some college to go to as he is 20 years old and uh, waiting waiting to see where he gets put next and where he goes next. So it should be an interesting situation, a great output like that. He can, if he can keep that going... Hey, why? Who else? Who wouldn't want to take a flyer on him, right? Miles Gunty puts up another goal for the Youngstown Phantoms as um, Youngstown unfortunately loses to Des Moines, uh, six to four. But he puts uh, home his tenth of the year, eighteenth uh, point of the season in thirty games for Gunty uh, in his uh, second full season with Youngstown. Stephen Holiday starting to turn things uh, on in a big way as well. Keeps his uh, gets his sophomore slump kind of breaking. It had a goal and assist on Friday night in a win against Notre Dame, and had a goal in the loss to Notre Dame on the rematch on Saturday. But he is starting to kick things into gear. Twenty-two points in twenty-two games, getting to that point per game pace that he is uh, brought to the table for Ohio State in the uh, the past uh, past year. So at the point per game pause. So let's. Nice to, nice to see that uh, after a little struggle to the beginning of the season. Jesse Horacek had a goal and an assist this weekend as Maryland uh, Black Bears split against Northeast, had a the lone goal on Friday night and had an assist on Saturday night, putting him at 28 points in 37 games, 13 goals, 15 assists. And he's another player looking for a collegiate home as we go into the second half of the season. I'm sure teams are looking Looking ahead to see what they have in stock. Lacey Eaton had a goal and an assist this weekend. An assist on Friday and a goal on Saturday. Um, actually, no, an assist on on Saturday, a goal on Sunday against St. Thomas. Either way, Wisconsin wins. Wisconsin wins. 18 goals, 32 points for the Annapolis native as she is uh, coming back with a vengeance in this second half of the season. Uh, we welcome in Miami Jones. As I was doing some um, some uh, research about uh, another player, I, I realized Miami Jones is on this team, and she is a uh, 07 defenseman out of Chevy Chase, Maryland. Um, she is uh, playing for the Bishop Kearney Selects 19U squad. Uh, selects the Bishop Kearney, one of the – top prep schools in terms of just anywhere these days. Um, so uh, she is uh, going to be put on the radar. Uh, she will be 17 in April and uh, just just getting started, obviously, and we will see and track her progress with Bishop Kearney uh, selects and onward. They don't have stats, unfortunately, so it might be some digging. Uh, might be a little uh, scarce here and there, but uh, yes, we will have to see. 
uh, where this all pans out for the Chevy Chase Maryland native, and you're not. Dimitri Kebrew had a goal this past weekend uh, to seal the uh, victories. Also had an assist on the Jesse Horacek goal. So a goal and assist this weekend in the splits. Uh, nine goals, 24 assists, 33 points in 35 games for the Black Bears captain and Silver Spring native. So we will have to see what we can progress from that as they go into a big weekend this weekend against uh, Philadelphia. Will Margell had an assist on uh, Thursday night as Mercyhurst lost to Canisius uh, by a score of 4-1. to one. Uh, Four goals, five assists in 18 games for Margell in his first season over at Mercyhurst after transferring out of UMaine. Blake Montgomery continues his goal-scoring tear as he potted a goal on Saturday night uh, in the 3-2 shootout win for Lincoln over Tri-City. That puts him at 13 goals and 22 points on the season. A uh, big, big uh, situation for him. And since the little holiday break, he has five goals in five games. So that's huge for uh, the young man out of Annapolis, who I still believe is draft eligible coming up this year. Uh, and I'm sure this late, uh, this late uh, season run, Going to be a good uh, good catapult for him to get into things and possibly get a look from some pro teams. His brother, Bryce Montgomery, in the ECHL got his uh, first assist of the year in an overtime win for South Carolina over the Solar Bears. That puts him at two goals and an assist on the season uh, for Bryce Montgomery as he is, uh, of course, a uh, Carolina Hurricanes prospect, unsigned uh from the Hurricanes. His rights, I do believe, still held by the Hurricanes. I'm not entirely sure. But we will see here as he, uh, since the Hurricanes don't have an AHL squad, they go down to there. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a wacky thing that the Carolina Hurricanes decided to do in, uh, in their stead. Cam O'Neill, an assist on Friday night uh, for UMass, second assist of the year. He's got four points in 15 games in his first year with the Minutemen. George Vinakis is still at Curry College. I believe this is his last season there. Two goals, six assists so far in 14 games for him. So a, a nice little boost for him to get things going uh, in the second half of the season and the second half of his college career. And Jack Spicer, again, staying in the win column this weekend as Waterloo beats Chicago 5-4 to four in overtime, 18 saves to four goals against, but a W nonetheless puts him at 5-6-0 oh with a 3-3-3 three, three, three goals against average and an 8-77 save percentage for the Rockville native. And that will do it. We have done it, everybody. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys can check things out at uh, ChesapeakeHWPod on Twitter and ClutchandCrabHockey.com. We post stuff there. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Um, yeah, stay healthy, stay safe. If you don't have to go out, don't. But if you do, play that clutch and crab hockey wherever you go. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace.